I can't just be funny on fucking command. Do it. Do your fun. Do your trick. Well, I think the show started now. <laughs> hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm pretty sure the show started like three minutes ago with the introduction of Carol as a vital <laughs> character to this show. Oh yeah. It, well, we it, it would have to now because we're going to be referencing her throughout the show, and everyone's going to be like, "What?" Oh uh, yeah. So Ooh. essentially. Just welcome to the Static Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, with uh, your hosts, Chris, John, Robert, and Carol. <laughs> uh, in that order. In that order. In order of importance. <sighs> so this is our Elvis Costello episode. No, no, it no is not it's our not. <laughs> it was supposed to be until someone didn't remember to make a playlist. Hey, in, you guys have the internet. I heard somebody, one of you works at the internet, so. Yeah, we'll look at your own at the internet. Let's not point fingers, but I'm looking at Carol. Damn it, Carol. You had one job. It was to make a playlist. <laughs> it was to make an Elvis Costello playlist. She probably spelled it wrong, and that's why she couldn't find it in the search on Spotify. And what Elvis? does he do? Musician. He works for the music. I'm just going to put guitar. <laughs> Who's your employer? Guitar. Okay. <laughs> Nobody knows what we're talking about. Uh, it's yeah. like every other episode. Let's let's talk very briefly about what what this episode's actually about, Robert. Uh, yes. So as we mentioned, this episode was originally supposed to be Elvis Costello, and through timing and lack thereof, and just busyness of our lives getting in our way, none of us are really fully prepared to talk about Elvis Costello in depth. I heard he's um, a musician. Yeah, I, I hear he works for guitar. <laughs> um, and so to Diana we were talking. Yeah, <laughs> we were we were tossing around the idea, like some ideas last night. You know, let's just do something fun. Let's just do something quick and everything like that. And uh, I threw the idea out there, and we've discussed this actually. I brought it up in the past about making a playlist. You know, for like a summer barbecue, or making playlists for anything really. Um, how you try to introduce your friends to new music so i threw out the idea if you had to introduce or if you were going to introduce someone who's never heard of a band before i've never heard of so and so or whatever it may be what is the one song from that band that you play to immediately try to hook them in to listening to the rest of their catalog so i pitched that out there to um to John and Chris and Carol, and everyone seemed on board. So, yeah, Carol, as always, a little bit confused. Yeah, Carol was Carol was very behind on the times, and she actually, you know, instructions unclear, and she ended up going to Menards and buying a kitchen sink. Yeah, and then so. she and she barbecued a radio, which was <laughs> altogether <laughs> wrong. <laughs> that's interesting, though. I didn't know that's where you extrapolated that from because I remember you brought up the old uh, barbecue playlist uh thing i believe yeah because you're asking like oh at a barbecue what do you guys play do you play like standbys or do you play just a lot of like now that's what i call music 13 and and uh up to like 52 of those i I just i don't know if if robert or if he's on on reddit they had uh that it's come full circle and it's like now 25 the best of now 1 through 15 and so it's like the best of now volume volume one Jeez. so it's just it's yeah it's yeah. gone full so yeah um but i think we were all on the same thing so that's interesting though i i i'll be honest i really love this prompt uh to pick just five 
uh, artists that we enjoy. And if we were to get somebody into this artist, say, listen to this song, I thought that was that was great. And I was talking to John before uh, we did, as, when we were flushing out our lists, and it's just like amazing how quick that roster filled up. And like, then, like literally yeah. five minutes. Yeah, like it was that easy. just like that. It, it quickly went from like uh, I was like, oh, I have all the. I, I literally made a post-it note. My post-it note makes an appearance here, and I have something like thirty. 25 to 30 bands on here that I'm like, I want to showcase all of these bands. And then I was telling Chris, I went through and I'm like, this band's too big. This band I want to talk about more in depth than what I'm going to be able to, so on and so forth. Yeah. But there's so many bands out there that I just feel like people have not heard or just not familiar with that that I guess this is a great way. This is this is I guess this is our way of highlighting fifteen bands that we think people should check out. Yeah, and, it, and, and do it in an hour. Yeah. And do that an hour. And, and to that end, I think it's a re- I I think it's a really good experiment. We'll we'll see. You know, I guess we'll see if it works. Because if it does, the nice thing is we'd be able to do like more of these episodes too, and you know, knock out you know more and more you know, kind of in place of clip shows, so to speak, yeah. on, on television. And but it's it's good that you follow that uh, that rule because I did like the same thing and like the only exception uh, is I one of the one of the bands I chose was the Jayhawks which I I do think we could probably do an episode on, yeah. um, but I thought realistically am I going to pick the Jayhawks anytime soon probably not and I know Robert and John aren't so I was like eh I'll just choose them now but the other my other choices are I think like four bands that we're probably not going to do entire episodes on that i that are still some of my favorite artists that uh that i would love to the approach i took as well i I looked at well how about that you that we would do um you know i I had a few in mind that we would do or even some that we'd done like what would i introduce for death cab you know we've already done a death cab episode we don't need to retread that water so let's do some some artists that we probably will never cover on the show I'm guessing though that you still did five death camp songs. I did. <laughs> and that's that's the other thing I thought was interesting because we all approached the same way of these are artists that we feel like we'd never really give a full in-depth episode and we may mention in passing or whatever it may be, but I also thought about the idea of what if someone came over from you know, somewhere in Eastern Europe and they had never heard of maybe a Wilco or a Death Cab or hell, maybe they live in some village that doesn't even have electricity and they never heard of the Rolling Stones like or they Carol. never heard of the Beatles. Like Carol, you know? <laughs> Carol's too busy frying up radio knobs over a dumpster fire to understand what we're talking about here. So... Did, wait a minute. When did Carol become a like a derelict, you know, street person here? Like, I don't know. That's, that's, that's her day job. Carol in my mind. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, I also thought like, what if there's a person out there, you know, what if there's an artist out there that's actually very well known, and that someone just may not know anything about music and just maybe like, I have no idea who the Rolling Stones are. I've never really heard anything from them. I mean, that's a completely different avenue that we could take. Like, you know, another thing is like, you're in the, both of you just have newborns. I have a two year old son. We all have kids. What's the first song you play from a band to introduce that band to your kid too? That's another way to think about it. There you're going into like established artists. It's true, cause what, what? Well, for my kids, I just play stuff that has things. But with, with this, I thought it was kind of interesting, because I found that for some of it, I kind of gravitated gravitated towards, you know, part of it was like what sold me on this band initially. Like, what song really 
cemented this band or this artist for me or and and part of it was you know is this my favorite song of this artist and when i went down the list like it's actually kind of funny it's like well not not in every situation uh not every song that i'm choosing for every one of these bands is actually my favorite song from that artist which i found particularly interesting that i would try and get someone into a band not by picking my favorite song but by picking a song i think that would hook them into the band maybe yeah. yeah it's i don't i don't i don't know quite I, I ended up doing that with two of the songs on my list there was two songs that i specifically picked and i'm like if i went with my choice it would have probably driven them away from the artist i had to go with something that was more middle of the road or more you know easily accessible that might help to draw them in so just tell yeah. me you didn't pick sleigh bells <laughs> Wait, what was that? I said, just tell me you didn't pick sleigh bells. No, but I did make a choice, a last last minute uh, swap out while you were off against the rules. Against the yeah, rules. I, know, against the rules. I, I shouted. I kept shouting minute. into the microphone. Stop it! Stop it! Somebody he, he, stop he him! Gave me stern words, but then he acknowledged my change and then just said nothing else about it. All right. So what did you change? Because I've been stalking your list before you, it was finished. I took out. Uh, there was a band I had on there by the name of The Fall of Troy, which I absolutely love. I've seen them live. They are a fantastic band. Um, but part of my list, part of my criteria is I wanted to go with something that was. I, if you look at all three of our lists, and you know, as we normally do, we'll post. We'll either compile it into a super list, or we'll post all three lists, or whatever it may be, to the, the blog. So I say we make a super. I, I vote right now for super list. Super just, list just for the record, because I I don't want this saved on my playlists forever. It's like five ass <laughs> random songs. And like, oh yeah. good, that's still there. Yeah, cool. no, it's like a, a giant super list. But um, uh. I don't remember the point I was getting that. I'm sorry. I'm on my sixth beer now. What was I, saying? I was just doing this earlier. I brought up uh, an old manager oh, I used to have, and she was like really, really terrible. And like I, I told just a quick story about how terrible she was that I completely forgot where I was going with it, and then I was just angry. Yeah, <laughs> like I have no idea what the fuck I was getting to. It was something about playlists, I think. Oh, Fall of Troy. Oh, yeah. An idea. <laughs> <laughs> I took them out, and it's a band that I absolutely love, and I've loved them for years and years and years. Um, but I don't think with their catalog of music, it's such a niche catalog, a niche catalog, that I don't think anybody that really goes out there and listens to them uh, would enjoy them. That being said, all of the songs on my playlist are very niche catalog or categories and on top of that i feel like my playlist is the most mainstream out of all three of ours i uh yeah i i had a chance to i think john you probably looked at it too and i was i looked at your playlist and it's like it's mainstream for for you i don't think they're mainstream for anybody else literally nobody else like i don't think any of the songs are going to get radio play not even carol would would Uh, carol would struggle to comprehend what what was in front of her when presented with your list i think i think we can all agree that she might not be what one would say is like literate she might not understand letters and sequence forming words she does understand that the internet is hiring though yeah you want to make sure that you know about this you're aware of the open positions if you're looking to work for internet yes you know follow your dream uh who are we going to start with here well, it was your idea, Hotshot. So I vote you. I'm changing a diaper right now. 
So I'm going to go in no random order. I'm just going to start on the top of the list here. Uh, my first band that I have <coughs> on is a group by the name of Tune Yards, who I've mentioned several times on the podcast, and I absolutely love them. Uh, the lead singer, Meryl Garbus, um, it's only a two-person band, by the way. It's, it's the lead singer, Meryl Garbus, who does uh, drums and and ukulele and she kind of loops the drums around and loops ukulele and loops her own vocal tracks and stuff like that and then uh the bassist nate he does looping of his own bass you know lines and then does percussion and stuff like that on the side uh it's very afrocentric very african influenced um extremely a lot of the bands i have on here are just just dripping with hipster cred <laughs> which is not a good thing but um they are, in my opinion, an amazing band. Uh, they have this great musicality, and she has this phenomenal voice to her that when I first heard it, it was so impactful and so powerful to me. Uh, and on top of that, the, the actual just production of the song itself um, was so amazing in my mind that I couldn't help but be blown away and I immediately dived into the rest of their category. And on top of that, they just had a new album come out, 2014, by the name of Nicky Neck, which is already on my best 2014 list. So uh, the song I picked by them is called Business. Um, I wish we had a way to play this right now because I've talked the shit out of it and I really want to put it on right now. Uh, I can just hold my microphone up to my speaker, but that'd be really shitty quality. It would. That would be a dick move. Your computer? Can you play it from your computer and would it go through your audio? <clears throat> no, because, again, the... The thing that I'm using specifically is just recording the Skype call. Yeah. So it's. I thought you worked at internet. Come on, man. Hey, hey, that is above can you, my can pay grade. You confirm, can you confirm that the internet is essentially just a giant warehouse of tubes that filter cats and boobs to people? I can neither confirm nor deny internet. Have you met Al Gore? <laughs> Is it true that whenever Al Gore hears a whale cry, he can hear it from anywhere around the world, and then he immediately flies off to save the whale? He swims off. Oh, he swims off. Al Gore is never out. No, he's never outside of his native habitat. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's my first band. Uh, I I say we all take turns here, Um, (laughs) one of you. Oh, okay. Actually, that's a good idea. Good idea. Go ahead, Chris. Okay. Uh, I have it up in my notepad here, because I don't have, I don't notepad. have... Notepad? I thought you worked at the internet. Oh my god. Notepad. Carol, turn me on to notepad, thank you. <laughs> is, is notepad her preferred document, uh, capturing, uh, program of choice? She, oh, what, RTF files. She, she uses crayon on a whiteboard, like a two-year-old would. <laughs> <laughs> um, my first, and I mentioned this briefly already, was, uh, Jayhawk's. Uh, again, back from my uh, oft oft mentioned uh, music renaissance period, around the same time I was getting in to Wilco, uh, I was introduced to them, and they have just this really kind of natural grassroots kind of '60s melodic sound, you know, with the uh, two singers doing harmony um, effectively, and they're kind of you know like a like an alt country pop kind of thing, like a lot of the music I like. Um, and it, it takes, I will say like, it takes them a bit to really solidify their, their sound. I, I will say I'm like not the, the biggest fan of their first couple, uh, albums, but once you get into like, uh, 
you know smile and you know rainy day music and things like that's really 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 good times and so the song that i chose uh if you've never heard any jayhawks go the fuck out and listen to a song called blue um and if you don't like that then you're not gonna like the jayhawks i think it's pretty much everything that's good about their band is kind of wrapped up in this song you know it uh has a great progression um it, it does this thing that I, and I'm always a sucker for this in music and, and, and especially you see it a lot in like musicals and stuff when you have two lead singers uh, singing counter melodies, uh, lyrics over each other um, at the same time. And they do that in a bridge that builds to the final chorus. Uh, and it's just kind of magical. And there's, and the other thing about blue, and this is the last thing I'll say about it. If you're, if you're, a fan of music and you're a fan of things this is kind of my test that i give people to see if they click on on a certain level that i do as pretentious as that sounds uh but every chorus they don't hit a high note it's an implied high note right before mm. the chorus ends and until the very final chorus uh they sustain it and then one of the singers hits it just very briefly so essentially like in, in like in a classical music setting or in a natural like chord progression setting they always go from like the 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 two to the five that maybe dissonant you know, five chord into a one where it naturally resolves in the end and it kind of gives you that nice relief yes that you're looking for yeah and in, in, in that vein not that Is exactly that what I'm hearing? not that exactly but but in that in am that. i just babbling sure. yeah no we we've all taken music theory classes here and <laughs> Harvard Robert over here on his Man, yacht. You. Just go, John. <laughs> uh, Blue, by the way, check it out, Jayhawks. <laughs> yeah, there I I've checked them out before based on your recommendation, and I've heard a little bit before them. They're really really good. I okay. like them. Good. Yeah, same same here. Well, I I picked for my first um, on my five of something mix, um, it, the song Rapture by Pedro the Lion, um, song about um, you know basically. You're in. It's telling the story of being inside of a hotel room when a married guy is having an affair, and um, and it's the, the the kind of the driving guitar, the 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 music matches the story. You know, you, you, the whole package kind of comes together as a a storytelling feature, and it's of course because David Bazan always has to have some kind of complexity or negativity or not negativity necessarily, but just a. Um, He's not about writing happy, clappy songs, you know. Um, it's got to be some detrimental affair going on, you know, as, as part of um, the bigger story. And that's where I picked this song, too, because the first few Pedro the Lion albums were were all written on a theme. You know, there were several that were kind of like little mini rock, rock, rock operas. <laughs> and, um, you know, each, each song had a piece of that storyline. So this is a good kind of, you know, um, I'd say a representation of uh, you know what Pedro Lyon does best. Yeah, it's the first time I actually heard. I know you talk about them a lot, um, and uh, I you know truthfully I haven't actually gone out and checked them out. So this was my introduction to them uh, for reels. Cool. Yeah, it, and it was good too. Um, it was I it, it not it, I, I'll say his voice is not the sound I was expecting to accompany the music that was playing. Um, which it might be a weird thing to say if you're very familiar with Pedro the Lion, but just my my first reaction was like, oh, okay, I'll try and fit fit these two pieces together. But it was very intense, and uh, you could tell he's he's 
got some demons he's slaying there. So uh, I will have to check more of them out. If you could, I'll make, make you me, a playlist. Yeah, if you could yeah. make me like a top two songs, something like that, <laughs> I'll check it. Done. Out. Thank Literally. you. Literally. Okay. I'm. I, I've actually. I'm a Pedro the Lion fan. Um, I don't want your playlist. I want John's yeah. playlist. I love that song, "Bad Diary Days," off their first. Oh my gosh! Album. Yes. Oh my gosh! Good that was song. the first song of theirs I ever connected with. Oh, so, it's yeah. such a sad fucking song. Well, it sounds like I should have <laughs> listened to that one. I it's... played I played Bad Diary Days on my radio show, which was right before like a sports roundup show, and it was the last <laughs> song I played. And then the sports guys came in there like, "Dude, could you just freaking not bring everything down right before we play like you know Jock Jams Five? You know? <laughs> it's... <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like this really introspective like like open emotional song and then all of a sudden it's like spots gone out it's like fuck me what's going on right now i did that to so. much like i sabotage the show every week <laughs> um, another attempt it's... at someone to relive their college days that's all good podcasts are all right what's your second uh, pick, rob back to me and i actually i had two well, I'll just say this. My next my next song is from a band called Punch Brothers. Um, the name of the song is Rye Whiskey. And, and I had two artists on here that kind of fit that, I guess, folk bluegrass revivalist movement that's very popular these days. Or I don't know if it ever really actually went anywhere, but there's it seems to be this this huge revival that's making its way into mainstream and country uh the other artist on i i had on here we've discussed a little bit which was old crow medicine show oh, yeah. and yeah and i really wanted to talk about them and then i kept thinking i know chris likes them and i love them and chris loves them and and, and john is somewhat familiar with them and we could probably do a whole show yeah probably old crow medicine show. Show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the old crow medicine show show Oh, and I think it would be a, 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 an absolutely fun time to talk about them. And then we can just even go into, like, as I mentioned, the bluegrass revival that seems to be just making its way across the nation. Mm. Um, part of that is Punch Brothers. And the founder and, I guess, mastermind behind Punch Brothers is Chris Thiel. And he is uh, a mandolin player. He actually won the MacArthur Genius – no, not MacArthur Genius Grant – he won a grant last year and was paid a hundred thousand dollars for the endowment and the 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 better you know betterment I guess would be of mandolin music. So <laughs> I, I sent you guys actually recording recently too of him playing a Mozart concerto on mandolin. I don't know if either one of you watched it. Fucking silence again. You guys are a bunch of animals. That's um, my po- if I get a YouTube link and Facebook Messenger. You know, I'm I'm not gonna click on that. That's not. It's disrespectful to the to the song. You know, if if yeah, I, oh, no, it's it's a live performance. I know, but I'm it's I'm not... on my phone somewhere. You know, I'm not just oh, gonna okay. like play it. So like, if you see that I'm on like my computer or whatever, like you know what, best thing to do is just post it on my fucking wall, and then I'll That's be able true. to just go back and 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 listen. To so it. no disrespect, like to to you or your or chris deal or, or anything no like no i love him in a way that you know supersedes a man loving a woman <laughs> uh, the first time i'm just gonna bypass that the Thank first you. time i uh, i heard this song once again this i was not too familiar with the whole bluegrass scene uh, outside of like earl scuggs and that's about it right. uh and so i heard this and i was like this is 
fucking fantastic. And I went and checked out the whole album. The, the name of the album is, is Anti-Fogmatic. And then that led me into Old Crow, and it led me into the uh, Cadillac Sky, and it led me into this band and that band. There's and a so ton. So, There's a ton out there's there. There's so many. It's and crazy. we talked about just last week we talked about dust bowl revival which yes. is fucking fantastic That's a great, yeah, so yeah, good absolutely. and lake street dive so fucking good there's so many great bands out there that are just doing a wonderful amazing things with just like a guitar a stand-up bass a mandolin a violin a ukulele you know yeah and even if you want to go extremely mainstream you can go with like the avid brothers extremely mainstream but yeah, they're doing but, fantastic things yeah. um and it just has this fun energy and fun atmosphere and vibe to it. And you could tell that they really take pride in playing this great music. Um, so I highly recommend checking out just everything from the Punch Brothers. But in particular, if you really want to find out what they're about, check out Rye Whiskey. Sounds good. Chris? My next one uh, is the last one I'll do from my, my Renaissance uh, not really going to shock anybody here going with Golden Smog. <laughs> um, We've already mentioned Wilco this episode. Ah, sh- you know, tangential. You and, know. It's, and it's funny because the, 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 I could have chosen anything from Golden Smog, but I, I, of course I'd choose a Tweety one. Of course. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I saw Radio King. Radio Oops, King. Because it, it's so, so good. And it's one of my favorite Tweety songs. And he, and he plays it live from time to time. But especially, you know, the album version is, is you know, really, really fantastic. And uh, I think, you know, you, you might not even like Wilco, and you might still like the song. Um, but if you had to uh, give, if you, if you don't like Tweety, um, it is a super group, and I totally have the list up here right now of everybody that was in it at a, a given point in time, which includes folks from Soul Asylum, The Replacements, uh, Jayhawks, whom I've just mentioned, Big Star. I mean, this is writerless. A writerless, of course, uh, and you know, and others. Uh, and it's it's just really, really good times. And um, you should check out Weird Tales. Is the album I would recommend is the one to get started uh, with for them. And it's uh, I've I've often described the first half of that album as just the perfect album to play like with the windows down or the top down in your car driving around on a, on a sunny summer day. It's just good, uh, you know, good, good music to listen to. And Radio King, perfect song to, uh, to do that too as well. Awesome. All right. Well, I guess it's up back to me now. Um, <laughs> my second song I'm, I have on my list is actually from Unwed Sailor. Um, are either of you guys familiar with Unwed Sailor? at all no no i'm not crickets okay so they generally put out um uh rock albums with no lyrics so it's a it's an instrumental track and it's off of their album the faithful anchor which is my favorite it's an older one i think it came out in 2000 maybe 2001 um and the song's called the house of hopes dot 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 dreams dot 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 and wishes Hmm. and um you know again it's one of those where i just enjoy the you know the the melodies and it's kind of got like this garage feel um to it so it's not like a super like studio production type of a a song but it's uh, got some you know beautiful arrangement um and just playing you know that basic guitar bass drums you know band with just no lyrics so uh that's one of those albums I like to put on when i'm driving 
or um, you know, working on my computer doing something that I don't have to listen to lyrics, but I, you know, there's so much that's conveyed lyrically through the guitar, <coughs> you know, that's it's awesome. I will have to check them out. Um, actually, and I, I did listen to it in the car earlier, and it was good. Ah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was you. You posted it early enough where I was like, all right. <laughs> and Spotify is great when you don't have like a subscription because it's like you know what you you want to listen to instead of what you, you said is like all these recommended tracks instead that you can't skip. <laughs> so uh, I ended up getting a lot of uh, uh, you know tangential music from another artist later on in your list, and I won't reveal who that is. But it was Ooh. like four tracks by them in a row, and I was like, I kind of just want to hear what's on his list already. <laughs> but it was good. I actually I didn't have a, I didn't have a problem with anything on your on your list. Spoiler alert! Yay! Yay! Back to you, Robert. Yeah, it's my list. That's the problem. Yeah, no one's gonna listen uh, to your list ever. Yeah, I highly doubt anybody's really gonna check out my picks. Um, so my next pick is from a local band. Actually, this is the band I switched out at the last minute, um, and this was based off of a recommendation from a friend of mine, uh, Margie Margaret, who's probably not listening. But um, hi, Margie. It, hi. Hi, Margie. It is a local band. They're from Elmhurst by the name of the Orwells. And they met, and they're only like, like 19, 20, 21, and they already have two albums out. And uh, they met in high school. They put out their first album, and it's just young, dumb garage rock kind of thing. But there's this awesome, uh, earnest energy, excitement vision for the future like there's a future to be had by this current generation instead of nothing but like crippling school debt and the government sucks and everything like that it's like we're gonna go out there and we're gonna have fucking fun and we're gonna play rock and roll and fuck everyone else and they're from elmhurst they're from elmhurst and it comes off so great it's just so much fun and it's so vibrant and i actually got a chance to see these guys live and by song three they actually had to shut them down because the venue got so rowdy and got so uncontrollably just out of hand that they're like, if we let these guys go on any further, it's going to cause a riot. Wow. And they actually had to shut down the show. It's they're just it's I don't want to use the term cock rock because it's not cock rock, but it just has that young man bravado and swagger in like a garage band punk format. It's really good. Uh, the song I picked is called Southern Comfort, and it's the first song off their newest album that came out called Disgraceland. So I highly recommend it if you want something just really entertaining, really fun to jump into and have a great time with. And and yeah, and also, once again, this is a uh, 2014 release, so it might be on my best of the year Ooh. list at the end of the year. So Yeah, I'm, dig- I'm digging that track. That's not a bad one. It's really fun. So I will, I will not listen to it. Why did I have you at bravado, young swagger? You had me at cock rock. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> you are the one you who brings him. up cock talk every podcast episode and apologize it when brought up in <laughs> interviews. 
<laughs> so oh, I have a quick question my. for you, Chris. So when you met Carol and she asked you uh -huh. about your work, she said you worked at the internet. Uh -huh. Your name was Chris, K-R-I-S, uh -huh. um, the last name Cross. And <laughs> did, was your side job, it, did it also have under hobbies Cock Talk? I, yeah, there was no space for it, but I can assume she wrote it in on her monitor in pen. So, <laughs> and then whited it out. <laughs> There's no, there was no space for your cock talk on there? Not, not on, uh, not on uh, the form, on, uh, unfortunately. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. No, it was, it was well put together. It was, sir. no, it was not. It was terrible. <laughs> I was open Very for good, it sir. Very good, sir. <laughs> oh. I'm just gonna go back to my beer here. You guys That's can fine. ignore me. That's fine. All right, Chris, your next pick. Am I up already? Okay. Um, I am going completely off, off the rails here with a, a band I found on a, listen to this called Kaiser's Orchestra. They're Norwegian, uh, rock, and they kind of have a bit of an old world, uh, Eastern Europe sensibility to them. So you get a lot of kind of like that, um. Oh, you know, uh, that, that, that German industrial kind of backing um, ambience to a, to a lot of their work, especially in the middle of their career. Uh, the song, though, that I think you'll like regardless of whether or not you like their full uh, canon is a song called Processum, and it's off of one of their more recent albums. They kind of uh, are on an extended infinite break, maybe. Uh, and they, they did a trilogy of albums called Violetta Violetta. And this one, I believe, is off volume one of that. And it's just straight up, you know, kick-ass kind of rock. It's it's good times. It's uh, really, really adorably catchy. Uh, it does have a very tasty guitar lick. I do, oh, I do like that one. Yeah, it'll, yeah it'll, it'll hit you in all the right... It'll push all your right buttons, guaranteed. Um, all their other stuff, I totally dig... Um, I don't even find myself really having to get in the mood to listen to it, um, but I will admit um, it probably has a, a bit of an acquired taste for, for, for a lot of folks. I tend to judge songs based on how much fun I think playing bass for that song would be. <laughs> I think it would be very fun to play bass on that song. I, oh, I enjoyed, yeah. I enjoyed that one. You shared that one with me last night. It was pretty good. Yeah. It's it's one of those, you know, I just, I hear it and I want to share it. And it's, I get that yeah. way every once in a while. And that's why I chose this weird ass Norwegian <laughs> band because this song, I just can't help but want to share. It's good. It's good. Did you, a uh, quick side note, did you know that Norway per capita has the most death metal and black metal bands in the entire world i did know that and they actually have a really As great well they should they have a really great music scene in, in general yeah um, like the norwegian music scene is in, it, crazily diverse and crazily like like people really dig their local music scene and just going out to to shows there it's, it's really awesome it's, to see it surprised the hell out of me when i found out about it a, a couple of years ago because they also have a really good um, you know, just like straight up indie scene out there too, which is uh, which is really fun and and surprisingly uh, well done. You know, a lot of a lot of the stuff that comes out of there. Way to go, way to go, Norway. You, you can do more than just uh, soccer. They don't even do soccer well. Whatever. Shut up. <laughs> I figured you were gonna make a Frozen reference, but I guess not. Nope. Did anybody <laughs> pick Frozen in their top five? <laughs> no. Uh, it, it was number seven on my list. Oh, 
Damn. Just outside. The, yeah. It's a shame. But he had to let it go. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> my next pick. All right. So my next pick um, comes from Slater Kenny, um, and their last album that they've done before they broke up, um, and it's a track called Modern Girl, and I like it because it's kind of where they ended up after their you know years of working together. Um, that album's a little bit you know different than some of their other albums. Um, but this song, I just, I like the guitar tone. I like the, the, the lyrics are, you know, impactful. And what they do is they, throughout the song, there's more and more, um, distortion added where, you know, suddenly the vocals are clipping and, and everything just kind of comes to this frustrating ending. And, uh, it, it really matches the tone of the song, which Mm. and the tone of the, the lyrics and everything. It's just one that I, I dig a lot. So I would say if you like this song, you'll probably enjoy some of their other stuff. Oh, and it's called modern girl. <laughs> oh, fun. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and anybody who, I know a lot of my Spotify, that? anybody who stalks my Spotify songs probably sees me play that one. I go through phases where I'll listen to it daily for like three weeks and I forget about it for a while. It was good. Actually. That was the first one that, that popped up. Uh, randomly when I played the playlist. And I was like, oh, this is good. I wonder who this is. And I was like, Slater, whatever. Next. I know know a lot of uh, people enjoy the Slater Kenny, but it's just a band that I never really got into. I don't know why. Me either, until recently. It's probably only been the last, like, two years. And it's uh, it's one that a lot of people assumed I already knew um, or assumed that I would Mm. like. And it just never, never hit me. And then I heard that song. Um, this is, and that that's why I picked this one too, is because this is the one that got me into the band. You're just trying to trick people. You're trying to trick people into liking this band that you like. Pretty much. I don't think that's fair. It's exactly what the whole premise of the show is. I'm trying to introduce <laughs> people to good music, and you're trying to be like tricky about shit. Any <laughs> podcast that involves me and in introducing people to good music, it's two completely in non interlocking connections of a Venn diagram. Just not gonna happen. <laughs> it's just two circles on a page. Just, put it yeah, put right up on the fridge. Circles, nothing Nicely done, a Robert. Pair of weird misshapen boobs is right by each other. <laughs> not gonna do with me. So, speaking of which, it's my turn. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, my next band is probably going to be the one band on here that I doubt anybody will uh, like. <laughs> listen to enjoy in any manner in any shape i think I know um, which one they are they're super abrasive um very robert oh uh-oh robert oh no carol got him oh my <laughs> god she's picking us off one by one. Oh man there's Who's no uh hello hey there he is yeah, yeah, I just cut out for a second. I couldn't hear anything. Chances are, it's you probably were, were not it's actually probably Carol has has killed Robert and taken over his body. No, most likely. So, our recording still going well. Yeah, yeah. We we did not panic at all. <laughs> it just dropped me, and I was just like, "Oh shit, we're gonna have to start from the beginning." No, uh, we would not have. We we are over the halfway point. John and I would have just cruised it on home. Okay, uh, the band I am talking about is called Death Grips. 
I knew it was going to be Death Grips. It's it, totally Death Grips. And um, the song is called Guillotine, which is one of the first songs I've heard from them, and it completely just drew me in. Uh, Death Grips is for lack of a better word an experimental rap group <laughs> um it is essentially it's mc ride is the uh is the 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 mc up there obviously and zach i can't remember his last name does all the production and plays drums and everything like that and these are the kind of guys who are completely anti-establishment anti-everything it's just very in your face very abrasive very controversial very just over the top hip-hop done with almost a it's it's a definite diy punk attitude very metal aspect to it um well the song's called guillotine the band's called death grips and the album's yeah. called ex-military so yeah and spotify spotify did warn me that it may be explicit yeah. explicit so... yeah and spotify really doesn't put that explicit tag on a lot of things and it put it on death grips so <laughs> right um just the interesting things from their history they booked a series of events or, or live dates and then decided not to show up to any of them and instead just put their cd on play and then broadcasted a suicide note from one of their fans and that was the show that was the entire tour of for like 10 door dates and then another one is the cover to their first record was the drummer's penis erect with the name of the album written on it that they then released for free because their record company didn't want them to put it out <laughs> it's got to be weird to like almost hit puberty and then just never really get there for like <laughs> 20 years <laughs> but but at the same time i understand i understand what you're saying like you're like this is it just seems so immature but at the same time it's not an immature attitude it's a we don't care what you think of us we are doing what we want to do for the sake of us doing it and because of that weird it's it's almost like the guy who has nothing left to live for just goes out and just lives life to the fullest they make music that is just so extreme that when you actually listen and sit down and read the lyrics and try to and try to get into their headspace of where they were when they recorded it it takes you into really 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 weird strange places but it's it's sometimes just amazing to go on this trip with them and try to experience the way try to experience life the way they see it and I know I'm being really existential and really that guy right now, but that's the only way to really explain Death Grips. I don't think existential was really where you're going. Kind of more desperate for approval. <laughs> it, it, but the, the, I, I understand this is the one band that I know is just going to cause friction between us. Because I don't think I, it's like going to cause. I I, I, I probably won't won't dig it. I ha I, obviously I haven't, I haven't listened to it yet. I mean I, I can probably i know my uh you're gonna hate it. i'm, telling I'm you probably right now, not was, gonna like it you i'll know? just tell yeah. you on the record i hate it so but yeah but i, but I, I respect I, your most choice people hate it most people hate this band for the music they make but it's just it's like i said it's at the beginning it's a band that you either absolutely love and you get into or you just completely hate and yeah it, or and you just run off they actually had a new album come out this year where they did something like it's a double double album and the first album is them and bjork so i don't mind bjork 
so it's it's really weird stuff and it's just brutal and hard to listen to but i highly recommend it it's one of those weird you gotta you gotta just try it for yourself and see what you think and it's better than icp right we are (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah it's it's much icp icp is one of those bands that i feel is shock value for the sake of shock value this death grips is a band that whether you don't get it or you get it or you get it and you just hate it whatever it may be they actually have a vision and they have a voice and they have a sound and they have an idea that they're trying to convey and people are either on board with it or they hate it's, it or whatever it may be i i, I believe you and I, I respect what you're saying it just it, everything seems like such a fine line you know between between that you know immature uh you know demographic and and not you know it's that the shadowy place shock and yeah and we're trying to do this so people like us and we're edgy and everything like that yeah but uh, to put it this way like i said the band cares so little about what people think about them they purposely put their album out when their record label told them oh we're gonna kind of edit this and redo the production for you they're like no we don't want you to touch this it's good they released it for free their record label dropped them so they went to another record label they're like hey we're gonna do our own thing whether you're on board or not and they're like okay we'll see what we could do that's when they put out an album and then the record label sent them on tour and then they just didn't show up to shore the shows they booked all these other side shows over in europe because they never toured europe before and then everyone's clamoring hey we want a new death grips album and they do this double album and they got bjork to sign off on it and then right before the second disc comes out they're like you know what we've already done everything we're gonna do we broke up and hey and and like lady gaga does dumbass shit like that but she does it because that's what she does and it's almost like if you're so indifferent to uh, you know your people's opinion of you and you know we don't care what critics think we don't care what our label thinks we don't care about anything are you doing it for the sake of art or just because you're you're kind of a petulant child right i mean shouldn't you shouldn't you still know. be beholden <laughs> to your fans i mean or, you know regardless you know i i would say like yeah even if you say you know fuck the establishment fuck the process fuck critics fuck all this you know you're are you you know if you're i would assume at that level you're still trying to do it for your fans because what when i what i thought of when you were talking about that briefly was um old 97s and kind of their mentality is they started yeah. out as just this you know gritty southern rock they in their own words we're gonna make songs that aren't marketable you know but they're songs that we love and that we love playing and that you know they play for their fans you know they still put albums out there because of that you know so there's that sense of you know fuck what people think but you know we're still gonna have fun and our fans still like what we do. Still you know, played on Scrubs. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but yeah. But at what point are you? Is it just performance art? You know, for for the sake of art and and it. You know, where does it? Where does that line fall? Who are they, who are they performing for? Yeah. I guess Robert. They, they, they do. They do tour. They they do, they do kind of walk that fine line as you mentioned because they are trying to make a statement with everything they've done but at the same time they are still out there trying to play for their fans because while they skip out on you know so many tour dates and they had and they're they're doing this performance art thing with like a suicide note and there's a cd playing and their gear set up at the same time they'll only do that for you know i think it was maybe like five shows and by the time the fifth show came around people were already aware of it and so they were like okay people get the whatever the you know 
we got dropped by a record label. We're not doing this for you. We're doing this for us, so on and so forth. And then they immediately turned around and booked shows in all of those cities and then went back and played for their fans after they made their point. And sold tickets twice? No, I think they honored the original (laughs) tickets, if I remember correctly. (laughs) Yeah, they they better. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, like I said, this this was probably going to, or, you know, as I thought, this was probably going to be the most uh, divisive uh, artist or song on my list here. Um, well, certainly I highly recommend about them. the most. Yeah, I highly recommend them. They're, in my opinion, they're a fantastic, uh, fantastic group. MC Ride is ferocious and, and a very skilled MC. Zach, I, I wish I fucking, I have Wikipedia, but I don't know why I just don't look it up. But the production is amazing. The drum playing is amazing. Their live show is amazing. They're just, yeah, I highly recommend it. The name of the song again is Guillotine. But be warned, it it may yes, be explicit. This is, you might die. <laughs> your <laughs> face you, might explode yeah. off your Put skull. It this way. <laughs> their 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 genres are industrial and experimental hip hop. I have never heard industrial hip hop used in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. So he coined that phrase, yeah. and that's something that came out of the static the static and distortion blog. Yeah. By the way, it's Zach Hill is the production uh, drummer and does all the music behind it, and then MC Ride is the rapper. Cool. Okay. Check them so, out. Check them out. Um, nice, Chris. You're up. Uh, do you guys have Spotify up? I do. I do. Which, yes. Which song did I pick for uh, Caitlin Rose? You did. Uh, uh, Pile Driver Waltz. Oh yeah, that's really good. And I'm glad you like Caitlin Rose. I don't know anybody else who does. Oh, I didn't know you did. Yeah. Aw, we're like soulmates again. Yay. Always. No, my uh, my buddy Vince uh, introduced me to her with, with this song. And he said, I've been listening to her a lot lately. Uh, you should check this one out to uh, to kind of get a sense of her style. And if you don't like it, you know, you're, you're probably not going to like her stuff. So kind of an homage to him. Um I, there are other songs of hers that I uh, that are more favorites of mine than this one, but I do think this is a good one to get started with. It's uh, it switches between four four and three four uh, between the verses and choruses. It's just catchy as hell, and uh, you know immediately she she kind of has this sort of you know Patsy Cline kind of like a modern Patsy Cline style to her. Uh, like if you can imagine Patsy Cline, but like on kind of like a modern old country sound, right. uh, it's it's kind of what she achieves, and it's it's really good. She I, she I think she only has like two full albums out, and then she's um, pretty young too. Yeah, yeah, and she's all right. I tell you, you know, she, and uh, the one the one that I had, and I think it was on my best of twenty twelve or twenty thirteen. I don't remember. Um, was uh, her song "Own Side Now"? Oh yeah, that's I just love the, the the timing in that song, and I love the the vocals. And I've heard her, you know, you've heard I've heard the Patsy Cline comparison, but I've also heard a Linda Ronstadt comparison. Oh yeah, as well. that's that's so. fair too. There's there's a song, um, the 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 fir- the song I was gonna choose for this is a song called "Waitin'," um, and which she's like really belting it, and that's where you could really hear that that style that influence kind of come through in her in her in her singing style uh you know have you been waiting on a broken heart and it's really 
really good really good fun times um so if you like that sort of sound if you are familiar with those artists and you really fucking should be um if not go listen to them first um but then yeah you should uh, there's no reason you shouldn't like uh caitlin rose and the the song i put on the playlist that i shared with with you guys i think just off of a single i don't think it's actually on an album proper right so but it is on spotify clearly uh and it's very good and you'll listen if you're anything like me you'll listen to it like 30 times in a row (laughs) (laughs) all right so my next pick um i i picked the song by low um off their latest album called the invisible way which was produced by jeff tweedy so um, another Wilco reference in the show <laughs> today. Um, and I think that makes it, all all five. Check your punch I, card. It's, yeah, we just haven't mentioned Jen Bakanoff yet, so. And we're not going to this no, episode. We're not. Nope. I think she's still mad because she took away all of her dinosaur juniors. Is she, I don't think she can even listen anymore because she doesn't have any dinosaur juniors. I don't think Probably. she. It's Probably like not. like an arcade machine. You got to put them in the slot before you can listen. Well, since you work for internet, you kind of fix it so she can never listen to the podcast again. Right? Yeah, I put I put like, some okay. yeah I put some duct tape over the slot for the quarters where the du- where the dinosaur juniors go, and so she can't she can't. <laughs> Freaking Carol! All right, uh. but anyways, I picked I picked the song uh, "Just Make It Stop" from their newest album. Um, I it just I don't know what it is about this song. Um, other people I've heard that listen to it haven't liked it but I could listen to Mimi Parker sing all day. You know, she's got a great voice. Um, and it's just a kind of a driving song. And I mean, where like the, the, the tempo and the, the uh, arrangement just kind of, um, you know, just builds as the song goes and everything. And it's, it's just a phenomenal song of that feeling of, I need to get out of my head kind of a thing. You know, I need to, I need to get out of this. This is, this is driving me crazy. Um, in just a interesting way. I mean, ridiculous harmonies where she's, you know, she's backing herself and, and, um, you know, double tracking voices and stuff. And it's, it's just beginning to end. One of my favorites. It's, it's good actually. And I wasn't, uh, really aware that they had this new album, but, um, Spotify was kind enough to play another track off of it. Uh, which I thought was better. Um, which track remember. was it? I don't fucking clue. I don't have Spotify up right now, but it was good. <laughs> yeah, there's there's other really good songs in that album. Yeah, I, I'm actually gonna have to check out the whole album now. Um, and it and it's funny because I was telling you earlier, and I can't I can't even remember the name of the song that I was citing earlier. That's how late it is for me in my time zone. Um, but I got into them a, a few years ago. They they played a song on uh, on XRT. I was washing cars at the time, and and it was on the radio, and I was like, "Oh, this is a good one." Lo, I wonder who they are. Like, oh, they've been around for fucking ever, and have way too many albums to even get into. Like ninety three, I think, or something. They like have ninety three albums. Nineteen ninety three. Um, but it, you know, in, in my research of them at the time, because you know, I got a couple of their albums, and I, and I, you know, they sort of fell off my radar. But uh, it's funny because they developed this sort of. Uh, coin slow core movement genre music which which they hate that description i didn't realize that because it's exactly what it is for a lot of their tracks like it's oh this is a perfect way to describe this track you know this this driving kind of progression you know this thing you can kind of just you know beat along to so to speak 
Um, and Slowcore, yeah, not a bad name for it. They fucking hate it and refuse to be labeled as such, which I think is funny. <laughs> I'd heard that early Pedro the Lion was also um, considered or or wanted to be or was influenced by Slowcore, which the only Slowcore band I know of is Low. So <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh-huh. The dots once uh-huh. again. Uh, I, I'm going to say that I'm not too familiar with Low, and I'm not too familiar with the i haven't listened to either one of your playlists but i've heard the term driving music i think used three times now maybe four times and anything that you guys can label as driving music is automatically going to be awesome in my book because i love just putting something on you know windows down maybe late at night for 12 seconds and then for 12 seconds then switching to the next song because it makes you think of a different song sometimes robert specifically what i'm referencing i'm telling our listeners right now robert cannot drive anywhere without listening to at least 120 songs it could be down the street that's actually accurate yeah yeah Yeah. i i'm the kind of guy that halfway through a song i'm already thinking of the next three songs i want to put on and i cannot finish a song i'm just i'm a little that way though too chris you haven't really ridden with me anywhere but i refuse it's probably good policy. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, and I'm and I'm yeah, I, I'm really not, almost everyone I drive with is is that way too. Uh, my my and and people music lovers like ourselves are, are are and I'm I'm so proud to not be that way. I guess I think I might be an anomaly in which uh, I'll before I get in the car I'm going to decide what it is I'm going to listen to on this drive. These are these are the tracks I'm going to. This is the album I'm going to listen to. And I'll and I'll just and I'll sit there and uh, and do it. Otherwise, I'll kill everybody on the road, and I don't want that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm the exact opposite. I get in the car and I'm like, I'm totally gonna listen to the new blah 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 album, and then like three songs in, I'm like, why am I not listening to this right now, or why am I not listening to that right now? So, um, I will say this though, as I was mentioning, just that late night driving, especially if you're gonna be going like at least forty minutes anywhere, that's when I will typically listen to a whole album or at least as much of an album from start to finish so um if one of these bands falls into that category that's something that'll automatically get added into the rotation for late night driving you know i did a long time ago not to not to crowbar it too much no that's fine go ahead but uh, a while back i made a a fun playlist of um specific like night driving music specifically like on a full moonlit night as emo is that sounds um it totally wasn't an emo playlist <laughs> um, it's like vampires hang out in the woods kind of music yeah it, it was not but it was it was a lot of just like slow kind of thoughtful um you know, you know kind of driving music so to speak um that uh that kind of just reflection type music um not See, limited the, the to a specific genre is... though yeah, because I was going to say, like, I'll get in the car and I'll have this uh, introspective time to myself where I want to listen to something. And more often than not, it's going to be instrumental just because it allows me to kind of put my own thoughts and feelings over it. But instrumental in what manner? Because, you know, there's one, there's some nights where I'll go online or not go online. I'll get in the car and drive and I'll listen, want to listen to a Miles Davis album. And then there's other nights where I want to put on Pretty Lights. And there's other nights where I want to do Do Makes They Think. And then, like, there's few albums that have actual lyrics that I want to put on, like an Elliott Smith album or something like that, just because it fits the, the, the right mood. So just the genre list, you know, if it's not 
you got to beholden to this. Yeah, yeah, it's yes. not beholden yeah. to some form, mat, you know, some format of whatever you're looking at. If there, if it jumps around, that would be better. Than yeah, and that's and that's kind of what it was. And it was, uh, yeah, I might have to, might have to do something like that again. That was fun. I did it, I did it for a very good friend who was moving away, and uh, I don't, I don't think I've talked to him since. So that playlist ended our friendship. I should do that again. <laughs> so Robert, remember what was it about? A year or two ago, where we did a we were, we used to do top fives um, of things, kind of like like tonight, like a topic like this. But um, we did one that was top five songs about traveling to listen to while driving. Driving, yeah. And um, in fact, Old Crow Medicine Show was on there, but I also had uh, I had the Muppets on that list. You moving did. right along. You did. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good song, though. And then I, I'm trying to remember what else I had on there. And I'm trying. I I recently deleted your list. I went through and I, I cleared up some of my playlists here, and I just got rid of the one that you had on there as well, and I can't remember what you had. Well, thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't remember either. I remember Tom Petty running down a dream was on that one, but uh, oh, let me see if song. I can find it. Um, so, yeah, I had I, it was a lot of old sixty. I had like uh, Janis Joplin, me and Bobby McGee. Uh, I had Grateful Dead on there. Can't remember what else I had on there, but yeah, I can't oh. find it. I have like 700 playlists in Spotify, so that's never... why. I, yeah, that's why I was getting so frustrated because I'm at like something like 20 playlists now, and I'm like, this is making me crazy. So I had to go through and start deleting stuff. You have 20 playlists? Yeah, that's it. I ha- I'm, I was not exaggerating. I would have like six or 700 playlists. Yeah, no, that would drive me absolutely freaking insane. You know you can search for your own playlists. You don't have to I like know. scroll up and down. The I understand side. that, but it would still drive me absolutely freaking insane just to have that many playlists on there. Like, but and then that being said, under starred, I have something like two or three thousand. No, not even. Maybe just like fifteen hundred songs as starred songs. But I just I can't do that many playlists. It would just drive me crazy. Mm, so interesting. I'm gonna look up how many I have now, actually. So, and I think it's my turn for the last song. Is that correct? Yes. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Uh, the last song I have on my list here is from a band that recently reunited. They're called Death From Above 1979. I just highlighted one of their new singles. They have a new album coming out in, I want to say, like two weeks. Um, the best way to describe it is kind of dance metal. Um, it's another duo, drummer and a bass, uh, bassist. I said based. That's bassist. Sad. It's based they this. based on stage. Well, you want to know what happened is uh, Carol here told me to say bassist because because <laughs> that's she what she's familiar to... with. Yeah, she's familiar with bassists. <laughs> when she's um, when she's barbecuing her radio. Yeah, I just had another weird image of Carol playing a bass in the shape of a bass fish. <laughs> I mean, fucking Carol! I swear to God, get your shit together, Carol. She's like the worst Amelia Bedelia ever. Because they're not even plays on words. She's just fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Carol. Um, Anyway, uh, this is one of those uh, bands that, you know, we talked about in the beginning. I didn't pick my favorite song from them. I picked a song that I felt was uh, most accessible. Uh, Maybe they're one of their more popular songs. um, And it's called Romantic Rights. And... um, I couldn't tell you either one of these guys' names. I, I I know their music. They only have you know two albums and an EP out, um, 
and I just know that the bass player, and I think his name may be Sebastian. They're Canadian, so it's like French. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fur trappers. Um, the, the, yeah, the fur trappers. Uh, the, uh, the bass player does absolutely amazing, phenomenal things uh, with his bass and effects and pedals and everything like that to just fill out not only the low end, but gives you a nice mid and high, almost like a guitar sound to it. And then the drummer is the singer, and he does a phenomenal dry, uh, job drumming at the same time. And it's not the most complicated music in the world. It's not the most uh, groundbreaking, but it's 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 really fun to listen to. A lot of the stuff I commented on today is just going to be, this is really fun to listen to. You should really check it out. And this is no exception. Um, they just recently reunited for, like I said, new tour coming up, new album coming up. Um, Canadian dance death metal death from above 1979 romantic rights i highly recommend checking them out yeah put that put that right on my list <laughs> yeah I, I i before we even got into this chris you, you and i in our pre-chat yeah i said there's at least i don't know how many bands on here that i put in parentheses chris will not like yeah you know and and i will i will as with everything i will absolutely give them a give them a chance you know obviously i you know you know my taste really well which is awesome not a lot of people I do, and, I, and i'm not saying that like i'm not uh, you know like poo-pooing your taste or anything like that i just know for a fact that they're going back to venn diagram there are certain areas of our musical oh taste yeah that all three of us definitely overlap and it comes up quite often but wilco is a band that we can all sit down and put an album on and we can just listen to um but there are other and bands, and I think more so me removed from you two because you two seem to talk a lot about bands that I'm like I have no idea who that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> but like, there's a whole bunch of bands that I know that I listen to that both of you guys would never even be caught dead talking about them most likely. And I cross a lot of those bands off my list because I'm like I'm not gonna subject these guys to it just yet. Oh, you <laughs> so. freaking should, dude. Because because I I I. You've suggested lots of things that I wouldn't have expected I would like that I do. So And every once in a while, yeah, you 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 will you will say something and I'll check it out and I'll be like, Oh, this isn't the worst thing in the world. <laughs> but I'm saying like I almost I wasn't going to pick it because the band is way too big to be on this list, but I mean if I were to recommend, Hey, you guys should listen to the no new Coheed and Cambria album, both of you would be like, well, you know, go fuck yourself. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> so I just, I just know, I know what to and what not to recommend most of the time. I thought you were gonna I'm pick like, Coheed and Cambria for one of your, your. Oh, things. I am. That's oh, why okay. they didn't make this list. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Prepare to listen to a shit ton of prog rock. Sweet. Can't I, wait. I, yeah, I just don't. I don't connect with them in any way. So that's why I just don't give them the time of you know my time of listening to them. But I, I, I don't dislike the genre or. You know, oh no, or or their fans or anything like that. Yeah, yeah no, just, they're they're. I have nothing. Yeah, no, no vendetta against them. I just, I just yeah, got nothing to 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 get out of it. I guess for me right now, they they it's have no because, they have no meat in my trunk. So yeah, I was, as I they was funny because I could say you guys are like I have nothing against them or anything like that, and I can easily be the first one to say, well, they're kind of full of themselves and they're kind of overinflated and they you know they're kind of excessive and self indulgent. But I still love them. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So you should. 
Uh, and that's the rest of my list. Um, if you don't mind, I'm going to do one quick rundown of my whole list. I think we should all do the same. Yeah. To, to recap mine, I had Business by Tune Yards, Rye Whiskey by Punch Brothers, Southern Comfort by the or- Orwells, excuse me, Guillotine by the lovely, lovely Death Grips, and Romantic Rights by Death From Above 1979. You really want yeah. people to love Death Grips, don't you? It's I not so do. I really do. Fucking hell. Put, okay. your, put your pants back on, Robert. <laughs> or really, go back to the corner. Like now, like they've been <laughs> off for the last hour and a half. So and now, and now, now is where that the time has come for them to come back on. <laughs> <laughs> Was I after you, or is it John? Yeah, yeah you're you're next. Next. Okay, you so Chris. my last one, and it's funny because like I was saying, like we all seem to be ending on this good note, and I know what what John has chosen for his last one, and I'm like jealous because i I'm a, I'm a fan of that as well but i'm actually happy with my last one here josh ritter uh the temptation of adam josh ritter is a fella that uh my good sacramento friend mike <laughs> sacramento mike uh turned me on to not that long ago and um it's sacramento funny Sacramento mike sounds like a like track traffic guy on the radio or something. i think he actually go his friends out there and i think like his internet i think he goes by dub or mike dub because his last name starts with a W. As it turns out, a lot of people whose last name start with a W go by Dub, which is, you know, sad. So I refuse to call him. I call him Sacramento Mike. But he's totally going to listen to this, so it's going to be fine. Um, he, he turned me on to this guy not too long ago, and it's funny because he does take a bit to kind of find his sound. Um, it's, it's very... It comes off very self-produced, uh, his first few albums. And then by um, his most recent one, they sound a little more uh, polished. But the, the the thing that really sold me on this guy was just his writing quality, um, the quality of his lyrics and, and, and uh, you know, the pen to paper sort of feel that you get when, he, when you're listening to his music. And this song specifically, The Temptation of Adam, is, is really, I think I was telling John, it might be in, like, my top 20 certain top 20 top 30 songs of all time favorite songs and if you wouldn't mind i i do have lyrics in front of me i would like to just read a snippet of a verse from this song that highlights what i what i like about his songwriting and the idea of this song is it's a love song um a guy and a girl who uh you know it's it's during the cold war and so they've decided to stow away in a missile silo uh, and where he attempts to make her fall in love with him. Uh, so it's that, that sort of love song. Um, and the snippet here is, We passed the time with crosswords that she thought to bring inside. What five letters spell apocalypse, she asked me. I want her over singing WWIII. Oh, we smiled and we both knew that she'd misjudged me. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> I like that. It's good, and it's a really sweet song, and uh, a really sad song, and 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 all the best ways. So uh, even if you've heard some Josh Ritter and uh, have not been sold by it, uh, at least check this one out. Um, and if you don't like it, then you don't like music, and I don't like you. <laughs> well, when Chris and I were talking in the in the, uh, in the widely discussed pre-chat. Um, I I I dig some Josh Ritter as well. I'm not probably as I don't know enough about his music to to develop his career arc like Chris has, but um, 
you know that that is one thing that I dig about him is he his lyrics are great. He's he's a great songwriter. Um, I always find things, uh, you know, either in his vocal delivery or or in his actual composition sometimes that I don't I think could have been massaged a bit more. Hmm. Um, you have to take it out of rough draft stage maybe. <laughs> but the the what keeps me listening is the compelling lyrics, compelling lyrics, compelling um, ideas and everything in his songs and it's he's another one though that i really haven't paid as much attention to that i should i should turn you know i think i should you know give more of his stuff a listen okay chris you want to run down your, your top five i already closed out my list didn't even save it yes oh, you guys fine. have my list open it. okay i think i can remember it hold on uh you got the jayhawks uh blue okay uh golden smog radio king yep uh kaiser's orchestra uh processing Mm-hmm. Uh, Caitlin Rose, uh, whichever song I chose. Pile Driver Waltz. Pile Driver Waltz. And then, uh, yeah, Josh Ritter, Temptation of Adam. There you go. Rock and roll. All right. I guess that leaves me um, and the pick that Chris was jealous of. So um, <laughs> I picked the band Sleeping at Last, which I think, Chris, this is when we actually. Um, I think this is your bromance moment. I think it was. Yeah, we got we got a, a a dark little closet together uh, at work. I brought a nightlight. Touchdown room. Ooh, and and was it ever? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, and I, I will say before you even get into this, I'll say right off the bat. Um, I, if no one else will, I I am going to do a sleeping at last episode if it if it kills me. I, I would I would go in on that. That would yeah. be. And I know I want to say I tried to share a little bit, uh, or actually, Robert, uh, uh, on my Christmas uh, playlist I gave you, I think there's a Sleeping Alas song on there. Um, I, I might have, tr- I think at one point or another, one of us might have tried to get you into them or something, and I don't know if it really stuck. But it's it's one of my, they're, uh, this guy, Ryan O'Neill, Sleeping Alas, I'm sorry to steal your spotlight here, but really one of my favorite bands of all time. And I was so was about to pick. Uh, a song and then john said oh i'm gonna do the sleeping at last song i was like sweet i get to do josh ritter i guess <laughs> <laughs> well and and that's the um the i picked this song because i i'd seen ryan o'neill who basically is sleeping at last at this point um in concert opening for another artist i enjoy and he uh, you know he only played sleeping at last songs and, and everything was cool and he didn't even play this song at the concert and everything, but I loved it. And I went out and, and I downloaded, um, I think, not the first album, but like the next two that came after it. Because um, he played most of the stuff off of that. And um, uh, this, this song, Clockwork, is the one I picked. But I picked the piano version. Because there's, there's two different versions. There's the album version that is way ridiculously over-orchestrated. Um, and... I, almost unlistenable to me. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a neat uh, thing he idea. does. Exp- I, yeah, he kind of experiments with this idea, and it's this sort of yeah fantasy you know orchestral suite thing he does uh, with lyrics on top of it, and it's neat or whatever. But you, you know you don't put it on and listen to it. <laughs> no, no. But the 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 piano version, which is on Spotify now, it, it originally was not. Um, it's just stripped away to his piano and his voice. And he's got such a quiet, um, light voice, but it has moments of so much power. 
um, when he hits some of those higher notes, he, he, he just, he's a great vocalist, I think. Um, and then, but also just, I picked this one because it really, I think represents his writing style. It really showcases his, his, um, lyrical prowess, I guess. And he's, he's such a clever writer. Um, and I don't mean that in a flippant way where he's, he's clever trying to like, you know, make things that sound great. It just, it's very, um, uh, the way he can, he can hit an emotion and describe it without being straight on, but also without being obscure. It's it's weird and that's hard to do. It's hard and to do, but he makes it he makes it seem effortless, and I think that's exactly. what's so, um, you know, it, magnetic about about it is that you you sit there and you just you know you listen to these verses flow, um, in and out of each other uh, seamlessly, and it's it's some of like, for for me to try and write even like poetry or something like that would take me fucking forever to to come up with some of the constructs that he does and he just delivers them with with just such such great ease that yeah. it's uh like, like i said it's kind of like magnetic it's he's a very gifted songwriter uh ryan yeah. o'neill is and i would love it if he was listening to this right now <laughs> <laughs> um he he lives around here somewhere we could probably yeah, we could just, just like, go go to his house and just yeah <laughs> dude you want to listen to a podcast you want to pretty, be on our podcast? It's pretty good. <laughs> you want to replace Robert on our podcast? We'll give you <laughs> we'll give you like nine dinosaur juniors <laughs> and one Carol. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, you're back on the show now. That was a good joke. <laughs> Thank you. So that but that rounds out my list, and and it's it, this song uh, Clockwork is probably in my top five favorite songs of all time. Um, just the, and it, it's a very good song it's a very good song so i i listen to that so my my wrapping up here um i started with rapture by pedro the lion then the house of hopes dreams and wishes by unwed sailor uh modern girl slater kenny uh just make it stop by low and rounding up top 10 we have clockwork by sleeping at last next sports yeah. with carol <laughs> what sports sport are we carol. talking about today carol Elle looks like she, to... she she has a coffee cup, <laughs> and half and half of a basketball. It looks like <laughs> she ate the other half. <laughs> and that was sports with Carol, not the weather with Carol. <laughs> oh, there's the other half of the basketball. <laughs> <laughs> She's using it to signify sun, hiding it behind a piece of paper to, to show it's gonna be cloudy today. Yeah. Uh, poor woman, and no way deserves uh, any of this. <laughs> that's so Carol. Uh, all right, that, yeah. You just say that's so Carol. Yeah, that's our spinoff, our spinoff podcast. <laughs> that's so Carol. Oh, gross. Okay, um, that this actually was that was that was way fun. Let's just hope everybody else thinks so too. Um, that's Jen. She's our barometer for how good we're doing. It's true. I just hope that people take to death grips as much as I want them. Yeah. To. Oh, yeah. Watch, <laughs> watch like a third the... of this episode on death grips. <laughs> <laughs> the roar the of support podcast. for more death grips mentions <laughs> uh, from our fan base. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't quite. I hope so too, Robert. For your sake, I hope so. I give death grips like ninety million dinosaur juniors. <laughs> <laughs> 
90 million year old dinosaur juniors yeah no because i i'm gonna take the dinosaur junior scale serious here oh okay so i i give death grips like 90 million carols (laughs) (laughs) so that adds up to like one dinosaur junior then that's the that's at least damn inflation six six dinosaur juniors all right. Well, I think that actually puts us a, a bit over time uh, again, um, as was to be expected when we're when we're allowed talk to talk about fifteen songs and artists. Yeah. Yeah, and and death grips for like ninety million carols, <laughs> units of time. Um, but uh, we'll be back. I think next time we are for sure going to do. Uh, oh, was Costello. Yep. Yeah. Mr. Hopefully. Costello. Yeah. And yep, if I, not, I'll get to work on that. You fucking better. Time's running out, man. <laughs> For the next week's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Robert, you get the honor of signing us out this week since this was your your brilliant idea. So, uh, for the Static and Distortion podcast, uh, we are Carol, 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 and Carol, and just it, the joke is dead now. I killed it. I'm sorry.